Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast. And we've got a full house tonight, not only of uh, guest pundits around the table, but we've got polo mints, we've got extra strong mints, we've got Werther's original coffee flavoured, and I'll tell you what, they're going down a treat. Have we got any treats? No treats, no. No treats. Mm. Right, anyway, we've got uh, Rob. What are you doing, Rob? Not this- too bad, you. Very well, thank you. You was away last week, weren't you? We, missed, we had Greg standing in for you last week. Yeah, it was uh, a nice little trip away. I believe you went to Amsterdam. Was oh, you Mrs. Olivia? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Lovely stuff. She mm. wanted the recipe for space cake. Did she? Did she, mate? <laughs> and that's mate, just jumped here. You alright, mate? I'm alright, Barry, and yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Recovered? Uh, just about, just about. I'm, I'm up and walking. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to watch off, we make both of the 10k on Sunday, didn't we? We did indeed, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, uh, we had a little meeting uh, in the first 400 metres of the run, didn't we? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it was a, a pat on the back, and then all I saw was Team Tilly disappearing over the horizon. So, well done, Barry. No, yeah, I was on a scooter. Hit me, user. Yeah. Hi, Dan. How you Hello. doing? I'm alright, thank you, Barry. Very good. You've got Thanks a nice, uh, yep. Bob Marley t shirt on tonight. I have indeed, yes. Yeah. Thanks for asking me back, by the way. You're welcome. Alright, Paul. Apart from the fact that this gets more surreal everywhere, yeah. <laughs> 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 what the hell's going on anymore? Yeah, oh, good, good. I see you've got some stuff in front of you there for mm. later in the, uh, in the mm. uh, evening. Yeah, it's just a list of the squad and the rages. No pie charts. No, oh, pie, no chart. pie chart. It's disgusting. It is. It's just for Paul, isn't it? <laughs> he always has a pie chart. He's <laughs> not pie chart. No, he must be on a diet. If <laughs> <laughs> you notice, Grant Hall's not on the list. That's where the pie chart went. Oh. oh. We're into number 40 now, no, whatever <laughs> it was. When he come out of week. But what number's uh, Andy Dillo? He's. He's got 49, hasn't he? 49. 49. Oh, well, yeah, he does yeah. go into 49. Yeah. <laughs> That's for your theory, I don't know. And Gareth, how are you doing, Gareth? Doing fine. A bit confused, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anything different this week, then? Nothing different, I'm always oh, confused. Right. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> right, I, th- I thought we'd, we'd start off this week with um, just a, a, last week's received a little bit of good news, a bit of a windfall, um, and Gareth's got some information on that. Uh, it's the UEFA, which is the Union of European Football Associations, the UEFA FFP, which is the Financial Fair Play rules and uh, due to our involvement I believe in the Europa League we've uh, right, received yeah. a bit of a windfall on it Gareth. Yeah they've, they've, the fines that the clubs have had to pay they've divided the uh, amount of money in the fine up between the players the teams that competed and of course Wigan were one of the teams that competed in the Europa League and we've got £200,000. Right so the fines that the clubs so what, what clubs and why have they been fined? Manchester City for Right, City. For, for, for not sort of uh, fulfilling financial fair play rules. Hold on a minute. So we've had to pay a 200 grand fine for basically doing nothing? No, we've received. No, we've received. Oh, right. We've received booty we've for sticking smart. within the. God, that's good. Yeah. They got fined for having too much money and spending it all over the place. So they get so fined. So who else were there apart from City? It was a French um, club, weren't PSG, they? PSG. Zenit. Yeah, and Zenit St. Petersburg. And they've been absolutely hit, haven't they? I believe. But there's a, a series of appeals, and if they stay within the boundaries of what's supposed to do, the fine comes down. But we still get two hundred grand away. We've already spent it on pies. Well, For apparently what? it went into the into UEFA's coffers, didn't it? But then it's been uh, distributed out. I thought it would have paid Grant Hall's wages for a few weeks. Or as pies. Yeah. <laughs> That's somebody who's not playing fair, in my yeah. opinion. There was a little footnote that I read uh, about it as well, saying that uh, if they don't com- 
apply, or if they fall foul of it again, uh, the fine actually goes up. Now, I'm just wondering whether that means that we'll get more money as one of the beneficiaries this year, or whether it'll be this season's Europa League contestants and you Champions League. It, it depends what the fine applies to, doesn't it? If, the, if I, I read somewhere that it was a, a tiered fine, and the fine they get for last season is based on things that they do in the in the seasons following that. Right, so part of it's suspended in, yeah, in effect. Yeah, so so if if if, if they break that rule, um, the suspended fine, as you said, comes into play, and then presumably we'd get a chunk of that again. So it's like a mortgage rather for Man City then. It's going to be like a drop in the ocean to them, won't it? Is it fifty million? Is it? But it's down to twenty at the moment. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, it got. It, I can't remember the figure, but I know a lot of it got suspended. Yeah. Mm. And then that's probably going to be reduced again. Isn't it? Um, let's yeah. be fair. I mean, we were probably expecting Newton to get two hundred thousand. Isn't bad. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all going on this uh, fit fans in a couple of weeks, mm. can't we? It'll, it'll pay for our involvement in that, if nothing else, and mm. give us all, all the free shirts. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> God. Thank you. Carl Ice Ruminiger, I believe, has been the sports person about mm. this, if we remember him. Who did he play for him, Dan? Do you know? Can you remember? Carl mm. Heinz Ruminiger. Was was German, he was, yes, he was German international. He was Bayern Munich left back. He was centre forward, mate. He was brilliant. Who am I thinking of? Breitner. Paul Breitner. Yeah, 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 with yeah. a curly hair. I was the 70s now. He looked like a porn star, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know what a porn star looks like, Barry. <laughs> I didn't all the German <laughs> squad look like porn star. Well, yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> what are you talking about? Been a good Catholic lad. Well, that Hanover, you were in the seventies, so I could imagine you saw plenty of that. Never mind. Still there in a Poland and up in lakes. Hmm. Send a war. I don't know what a German porn star like it is like, but I know what a good Catholic priest looks. Oh, Peter was an altar. This is a little side one. So Peter was an altar boy. I'm not going to say we were at least church, but uh, he was an altar boy. And the father, the, the priest, was was Father Green. And he said to our Peter, "Are you doing languages at school, Peter?" And our Peter said, "Yes." Yeah. So you doing French? He said, "I am." Yeah. He said, "Well, what's French? Uh, what's Father in French?" And he said, uh, "Pa." He said, "Yeah." And he said, "And what's Green?" He said, "Ver." Put them together, pa ver said no more and walked off now this priest is uh, at the moment in strange ways <laughs> <laughs> obviously Paul knows who he is don't he mm. yeah <coughs> so mm. oh I wonder why our Peter was a little bit off at times you know <laughs> anyway that's true I can't be sued for that one that is actual fact it's not libelous it's absolute truth nailed on that's going to be edited out now no 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 that'll be in that'll be in <laughs> right Bums. So, uh, while we've been off the air, we've had a, uh, no games off web, but we've had a series of internationals. What do you make of them, Rob? Scotland? Because well, we had a bit of interest in the Scotland squad, didn't well, we? We did. I, I didn't actually watch the Scotland game. I watched England-Switzerland. I can't really comment on the Scotland game. I know there was a bit uh, done to, I believe there was a couple of dodgy decisions, shall we say. Yeah. And mm. Gordon Strachan felt they could have gone on and won it once they equalised. Well, they could until they brought James MacArthur on. And I bet Palace fans are thinking, what was that idea? Because he didn't cover himself in glory. And we know it's not James MacArthur, but I don't know. Have you seen the goal? No. The, the corner comes over. 
James MacArthur is at the back post. It's, it's a German corner, and he, he bounces and he hits his shin and just bobbles into the area. Grant Hamlet takes a swing and misses it, and Mueller's just there to thump it over the line. Sounds like a good setup to me, Barry. An yeah. assist. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, but in, the, in their own goals. Sean Maloney came on. Yes. Uh, a cracking bread. Have you seen the, the incident with Muller again? No, I listened to the match on the radio, the yeah. second half. Yeah. Like a rugby tackler around his neck and pulled him back as, as he was breaking <sighs> away. But my biggest fear, of course, was that he didn't get injured. Yes. Yeah. I was quite surprised that he was the only representation we had in that squad. Because we, we, we have this feeling that over recent years we've had a, like, a little band of Scottish internationals playing for us, and the only one that was in the squad was Maloney. Yeah. Well, when, you, when you when you think to it, you know, Colwell's pretty much retired. MacArthur's gone. Yeah. Mac- McCarthy was thought of as being Scottish because he was brought up in Glasgow, even though he's Irish. But uh, yeah, there was just just Maloney in there. Mm. Yeah, uh, but when the when the squad got together, don't forget though, um, it was uh, we did have two members because MacArthur right. was one of our players, mm. wasn't it? We've still got plenty of Max though. We have, yeah. So we're all right if it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Boom, boom. Uh, uh, anyway, right, did you want to mention England, Rob? Yeah, I watched that. I thought uh, it was a decent performance, actually. But mm. It was a bit... The first half was a bit lacklustre. I thought Switzerland stood off England too much. It said mm. they was the home team. I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, it was great counter-attacking football from England, but I thought for a lot of the game, England was on the front foot there was the ones having the possession at the back Switzerland played very much mm-hmm. like the away side Cut, scored a couple of good goals so yeah, all in all is it cracking cracking result for England yeah. Yeah. yeah the goals came as a counter attack though didn't they the that, goals did come on the counter attack yeah, but yeah. the overall play I felt England controlled it I thought they looked like the most team to they, they should have scored a couple in the first half a couple of wrong decisions in the final third. I was surprised uh, when I saw the number eight, I thought, who's this fella? Fabian Delph. Uh, well, I thought he had an half decent game. Not a brilliant game, but he could was have been, could have been off by half. Yeah. <laughs> he quietened down after he received the other. Going, isn't he? You know, who was the alternative to him? I mean, Ashley Young. I, I, yeah. I, I prefer him over Young, to be honest. The lad made the most of it, though, don't you think? Uh, well, I think he dove in a couple of times where he should have been staying on his feet. Yeah. And I think that it's like Lee Catamore-esque where he, he never really learns to stay on his feet as in Catamore I think no. it's much the same with Delph her uh, back line's not very impressive though is it not at all no shocking shocking I thought but Burns didn't have a great game either. no it's no. usually getting caught out of it don't yeah. I haven't seen Burns have a good game for England for a while now no well definitely not since summer in the World Cup he didn't endear himself did he? even going back before that I don't remember ever thinking oh Baines had a good game though mm. not in the same way that Welbeck did <laughs> but United fans will be grinding to the milk right now mm. happens, um, it? that first one he scored he shinned it didn't he he got lucky yeah. there because yeah. if that hadn't I'd just snuck in he'd look like a right clown a goal's a goal remember Brian Taylor's one against mm. Portsmouth that time mm. Yeah, Sterling looked a clown when he bowled himself by swinging at fresh air. <laughs> like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> I just, we haven't had a, an England team that's been the sum of the parts for years, have we? No, we're still lack, we're lacking a qu- real quality midfield player, I think. Yeah, definitely. Real quality. Well, having said all that, I thought we did quite well on Monday. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, there's just a workman like the the like, for me Switzerland are a poor, poor Germany. They're that type of team, workman like, but not a lot of quality. Well, if that's the best we're going to come up against in this group, I don't think we're going to have any problems. Yeah, no. Will we? Yeah. And then uh, so so we've done we've done the uh, we've done the Scottish. We did the uh, English. Angleterre. Uh, Wales. Wales last night. Pitch inversion. <laughs> We've got them Andorans. Have you seen anything like that? I mean, talk about a pub team. Did you see it, Gareth? No. no. Never seen anything like it. Emma Hughes came on, so we had a bit of Latix, uh, Latix connection there. With one professional player they had in their team. And who was one professional Which player? Which one was that, mate? Their number three. I'm not surprised. It wasn't even captain. <clears throat> it wasn't even captain. It was their number three. And all he seemed to want to do was um, put it in Rose Head. I did it a few, on a few occasions. Um, I think it was a very, very, very tough encounter that for Wales yeah, yesterday. That pitch is a disgrace, isn't it? It that was. Artificial one. It was, because I don't know, I, the, my experience of, uh, of all weather surfaces like that is it's little tiny plastic nodules, mm. or whatever they're called, what keep the pitch in place. And last night they were spraying up as if it was water. But, which means there's too much of it on. Well, the soccer dome, isn't it? There's a similar well, surface to that. I think the soccer dome pitches were better yeah, than well, that yeah. last night, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. How have you got that past? I don't know, do you? No, no I mean, Coleman was moaning about the pitch, which you can do to some degree, but they should be beating them on yeah. the bloody beach well, if they had to play them there. I think the referee um, had a poor performance as well, though, and he let a lot of stuff go, which on grass in a bigger stadium in a different environment, would not have passed. Well, Barry's saying, Barry saying they look like a pub team. It's hardly surprising. The popul you, you know, he had a decent sized function room. You fit the whole population of the country in a pub. Basically, it's the, it's the first 11 with the boots on it. <laughs> were they even playing in Andorra? Or were they? Yeah. 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 Now it's in Spain again. I don't know. No, no, it's a new stadium in, in Andorra. No. They had, um, what is it? Uh, there's only three of the players um, who played last night, who, who play outside, actually outside, uh, they play in the lower regions of the Catalan League. So the rest will play indoor football, do they? Well, they play indoor football, Andorra football. Oh on, right, yeah. on the roof football. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh. Uh, so Bell, we weren't that good of a free kick, really, were it? I think I'd have saved that. Yeah, poor keeping, I felt. Poor How did Emma Hughes do? Uh, it came on, and referee more or less blew his whistle. And he had a couple of touches, didn't he? Just a couple. Did anybody catch any of the Irish games? In both one with late, late away winners. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, Northern Ireland. I watched uh, the second half of that. Actually. Yeah, that was a, it. Was a scrappy winner. I didn't, I didn't catch that. We were flicking between that and it might have been X Factor was on that she was trying oh. to watch. <laughs> um, but well, McGeady scored a cracking winner. Yep. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the goals. Twist and shoot. Yeah, he was yeah. fantastic in the whole game, I thought. Both goals, stand up performance. McArthur played as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's quite sort of sad for what could have been. You know, when, he, when they couldn't get hold of him in the uh, January window, could they? Then they went down. But Just talking about what we couldn't get hold of. Um, John Stones going back to mm. England. He's uh, coming along nicely, isn't he? Yeah. For a young lad. Good prospect. Yeah, good, good lad. Shows you that the scouting network was, was good, doesn't it? That we had. Yeah, you know, you know, you might not have got all of the players, but at least the ones we were trying for are, are doing well, and they're the right ones. Mm. 
It's a bit like me with my girlfriends, that, you know. <laughs> This coaching network was okay, but I just couldn't pull them off. <laughs> Sucking them up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so internationals, not too bad really for home countries, were it? Good set of results, really. Because we can still call Scotland home countries at the moment, can't we? Uh, just about. Well, they're all, all used to losing, aren't they? Yeah. Northern Ireland, good win for them. First win away for. God knows how many. Another last connection, connection is it? O'Neill, Michael O'Neill. Looked like they were going to lose, and then all of a sudden they, they see one up. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well done. Well done. So let's concentrate back on Latics. We've got a big game on Saturday. Uh, whatever the team's going to be, we don't know. Um, are we going to miss. It's not going to be unchanged, is it? Well, no, we're going to also concentrate. <laughs> we're going to miss MacArthur. You know, the ingredients are there that we brought Chris in, who I believe had a good game for Denmark the other evening. Um, but the proof of the pudding's in the eating, isn't it? So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday. Um, any facts on Blackburn, Gareth, for us? Oh, well, I've got the previous results and the leading goal scorers this season so far, and where they are in the league and what have you. There are other games. Blackburn won, Cardiff won, Blackpool won, they won, Blackpool 2 won, Norwich 3, Blackburn won, so they lost that one, Blackburn 3, Bournemouth 2. Wolves 3, Blackburn 1. So pretty much the, the record is very similar to ours. Played 5, yeah. 1, 2, drawn 1 and lost. But two. we're in recent, our recent forms look a bit better than those, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. It is. Um, and the goals are coming from uh, Gestead. Yeah, Tom uh, Kearney scored 2, Jordan Rhodes scored 2. So One of them was a penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. at uh, Norwich against Norwich. Yeah. And Grant Hamler's got the other one, hasn't it? Yeah. But if you look at that, they look, you know, like you're saying, our forms started off slowly and, and looked to be coming together. Theirs looks a bit patchy, so you'd say they represent a bit more of a, a slight more of a test than the Blackpool and Birmingham games. They've conceded 10 goals, though, and we've only conceded 5, yeah. so. You missed the, the uh, League Cup loss to home as well, so just part of I don't know, it's all I was at the uh, Uwe Rosler fans forum and, and some guys sat on I didn't know who they were. They were all saying they fancied Blackburn for promotion and I, I said I thought it was awful and we uh, had a bit of a, bit of a, not a ding dong but, you know, definitely a disagreement about it. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're much of a side at all. I don't see, I don't see them as a major rivals for us. I watched the Cardiff game, first game of the season on the Friday night. Thought it was two poor teams really, but it did have that early, you know, it's early on in the season and whatnot. I think Gestead's, I don't know if he's going to be fit or not for Saturday. He was missing from the last game, I think. Uh, so it, that'd be that'd be a big miss for them because he's scored plenty of goals, hasn't he? Mm. Mm. Did he do well um, for them in the game against us last season in the four-three? We scored a couple, but it was yeah, our reserves, it was, wasn't well, it? Like, so it was the only player that reserved side, if you remember. We had Stephen Craney on the, playing it on the as a right wing back in that yeah, game. Uh, yes, you know, uh, Nicky Maynard started. It was uh, with uh, the, the the lad from Sweden who we signed from that American team. He played as well. He oh, came up. Yeah, Holgersson. Holgersson. Yes. Yeah, it was we, it was an authentic, and we still scored three goals against them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got the feeling with that that every time they scored, we just upped it and scored ourselves. Didn't you? Yeah. 
In yeah. fairness, though, I thought I thought the the doing their flanks. I thought they were very good. I know I, I appreciate what you're saying. We, we didn't have our first eleven now, but down their flanks and the Gested up front, I thought they were they were very good and had lots of options there. I really did. Right. Yeah, I, f- I fancy us foot nullify that with a proper back for it. Or, yeah, I, I don't think I, I can. I can only see us winning. Saturday, if I'm being honest, I think their main threats Tom Kearney for me. The young man, eh? Come through the ranks. I think he's their best player by a country mile for me. Championship player of the season last year. Yeah. Was Crack, it? Cracking player, mm-hmm. yeah. Links up player well. Eye for goal. Good passing. Can pick a pass out, you know. Mm. I think he's a major threat. We're notoriously hung over though after uh, midweek internationals, aren't we? When Roberto were manager. Mm. We've yeah, not got as many internationals. Yeah, though. and certainly not doing the same mileage that they used to do. No, you know you've not got half of them tracking around to South America and then coming back, have you? Well, know? I think that's got to be a massive big factor for us because when you think about it, midweek has been weekend really, hasn't it? Mm. So we've got we've had a couple of extra days compared to what we used to have. So whether that works in our, our favour or not as well, mm. I don't know. It should be interesting to see if, if Chris uh, starts. I don't think it will be because he probably only arrived what, today or tomorrow, won't he? And it's his first time that he'll have been training with lads. It's a bit early to be throwing him in. Mm. Unless he, he, he was down the week before he signed or was made official because I know he'd been down for medical on the Tuesday. Was he going to play? I think he's a, a direct replacement for James McCarthy. Yeah, mm. you think so? Mm. Is he coming straight into the team, do you think? Uh, I don't think he will do, me. No? No. Mm. Well, I think but I'm not sure about that. I could, I could <laughs> see it. I yeah. mean, like, I, know, I think he's going to be similar to Kerry, where he's going to he can obviously break play up and move it on quick. Mm. That's what he's strength to. I mean, there's, there's no reason why you can't put a midfield out without using him yet, is there? Oh no, we've got the players, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Farnshaw's going to be ready, is he? Because of his no. fitness levels, but um, we have got we've got players there, haven't we? We've got Espinosa, for example, that we could throw in there. Did Espinosa play any internationals this Not week? Not that I'm aware of. No. Someone who did is Mr. Emerson Boyce. We forgot to mention the fact that he scored his first international goal. He did. Congratulations, Boyce. Has he won and qualified for the next stage? Yes. He didn't play long, did he? Come on, as a sub. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, for that, it, they beat that uh, international powerhouse Bonner. <laughs> Sorry, who? Oh, yeah. Bonner. Ben Hur. Bonner. <laughs> no idea. That's happy hour. If you if you could booze in France. Bon Happy hour. <sighs> and if we've any listeners left, sorry. Right, so uh, Blackburn referee Roger East. Ironically enough, is the same ref that we had last season when we played him on the last game. Um, oh dear. He's re- well, he's refed us twice, um, and I can't remember him in other games. Which I always think is a good shot. There was a terrible, there terrible was, decision yeah, last season. Uh, I, I can't recall I, what it was. I, I it, can't. Was it, it something to do with somebody got, really. a throw somebody got yeah, 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 he got cleaned out. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. give give Blabber a throw in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, I think there's a couple in that yeah. game. So apart from that, <laughs> too, <laughs> which you always, which you always yeah. saw. Well, here we go again, then. All right. Well, he's a Premier League referee as well. Talking of Premier League referees, I've just got to mention. Uh, I bumped into Paul Tina this week, who's the local referee, and I asked him uh, about his uh, debut in the Premier League against Swansea uh, at Swansea. Sorry, um, and he, he said he absolutely loved it. 
and he said, and after the game, nobody was talking about him, which is a good sign. So, <laughs> yeah. but I watched him. I thought he had a great. I watched him on uh, football first on, on Saturday night. I thought he had a good game. Here's a question: Is he the first Wigan-born ref to play in the, to referee rather in the Premier League? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about the top flight, but definitely the Premier League since his ah. inception. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good fact. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. And he's the first referee to referee in the top flight who's refereed me. Ah. <laughs> That's amazing. Is that why you always said you never rated him, Barry? That's what I never. <laughs> I saw your fantastic <laughs> mutual ref interview with him, Barry. Yeah, it's a good one. That yeah, one. Well, we almost got back on track, didn't we? It's a real jolly. We're all looking forward to. With two games coming up, and we're all looking forward to them. We're mm. happy. We're, we're, we're rambling away. Um, okay, back to Blackburn then. Who's going to be our main threat? Do we see Delors starting? Is it going to be on the bench? Are we going to go Rio and Matt Bannerman up top end again? Following two great performances, I know they were at home, I know we've had a break. I can't honestly see him wanting to change much straight away. You know, it's got all right, we've got the new lads coming in. With obviously MacArthur going out, he has to be replaced. So other than that, I don't think it will change it much. Did you when we played Birmingham? I don't know if you noticed, but the first half, Cowie was playing in the more advanced role. So much so in the first couple of minutes, he hit the side netting, the role that MacArthur usually plays. Now I was thinking, is he doing that to, to sort of get used to it? Because usually he's a defensive midfield player, isn't he? Uh, if MacArthur goes, are we going to drop this Christ in to the? Oh, MacArthur's gone. Is uh, Chris going to go to the defensive role because he's a defensive midfielder? With Kelly playing that little bit more advanced, like he did at the start of the Birmingham game. I think if Chris starts, then either or they'll be pushed forward. Uh, but it's just whether you know whether he's going to chuck him in at yeah. this early stage. Mm. Chuck Espinosa in if he's in a. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd still but ask him the question why is he not bringing him in obviously he sees more of him down at the training paddock and everything else like that but yeah the lad was playing in the, in the World Cup but he's he's better off injecting that energy when he comes on I, he, he, he's certain players that I've seen over the last few years have been better substitutes and, it, and it's no disrespect to them saying, oh, you're not, you're not best there. It's just purely the best way of deploying the guy's talents. I thoroughly agree with some of what you just said. He lifts the team. But he's only done 12 minutes all season. That's all he's had. It's all the old game time. Yeah, I think his position at times isn't great. Isn't, and he can sort of drift, drift mm. a, a position where he should be at times. You, I think you, that's, you get that's caught out by that more earlier on in the game than you do later on when people are too tired to take advantage. I think Espinosa yeah. is brilliant when you're chasing again. Yeah, yeah. Red, he comes red, on, he just has so much energy on. to come on. Um, Ronnie Stam was another one that when he came on he added energy, but starting at the start of the match you never got out. Yeah. When he came on sometimes he didn't get much, did you? He <laughs> got, got a couple of seconds <laughs> in Sometimes he broke his leg within two minutes. Dead inconsiderate, isn't it? Oh, it's fine. Um, so, our biggest threat then? McManaman? Definitely. definitely. Yeah. He's on fire, isn't he? I bet he's chopped him at the bit since he's having a week off. Well, then, yeah. Again, you look at, you know, how, how much fitter is Sean? Well, only two weeks in. I mean, alright, he's only played a bit for Scotland, but whatever the niggles were that he was getting over, 
He's over him. He's had two, he's had he's two, more, two more weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. He looked it sharp, didn't he, against Birmingham? He did. Mm. He did I'd yeah. like to see him start, yeah. actually. I, for me, he's the best player at the club. Yeah. Um, if I can say this or not, but I was talking to somebody on, on Sunday who worked at the Latics. They don't work there anymore. They're at Liverpool now. Um, but they were telling me about Sean Maloney, and I was asking about the injuries, and they said that uh, towards the end of last season, it was most in his head than actual physical it was more him coming to terms with it and he said over summer he believes that's exactly what he's done from what he's, what he's heard back from the latics and that's why he's so ruined to go now yeah well it's like when you get an injury like that it's, it's probably paranoid a bit yeah. you know Paul Chilton by the way who was mm, okay. yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Just to, you know. kind of guess yeah it wasn't Brendan Rodgers <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was a couple of times where working with players you've got to get it out of the red the fact that hang on a minute I need to make sure that this is healed up I need extra time and it's Please. like no you're ready to go back in you know bite the bullet get on with it yeah um, I, I can understand that because there's a lot of money invested in players and the club has a vested interest in getting them patched up and back on the pitch as soon as they can and it's not always in the players long term best interest to get patched up you know sometimes that extra two or three weeks Helps them um, in the longer term. To, to, you're so right there. I, yeah. I, I think I'm a victim of that that kind of stuff myself. Yeah, I with my knees, but it, it is definitely the thing where, as a player, you're thinking, I am. I'm not ready for this yet. I, will it? Or, and even if I am, will it hold up? You know, am I going to be okay? Will but, I be as good as I was before? Am. And so there's not so, lots of niggling doubts. Now, a good a good coach, a good manager. Um, sees the middle line with that or gets to know the player but sometimes you've got to give them players that just that little extra week well, or two. A classic example of that's going to be Ben Watson yeah. who the minute anybody comes near him he's going to be scared his legs are going to go again. Sometimes you've got it the opposite way whereas a player I'm on my feet I can run I'm fit and you think no you're not no you're not you yeah. can't do the things that is expected of a, of a, of a player so with, with this in mind though about Sean Maloney does anybody think that we might start with him rather than Christ and have Kerry back in and use yeah. the back two with yeah. him just behind the strikers not Maloney floating around yeah. 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 and I think that would give you the creativity in yeah. there as well quite a bit yeah. of one thing yeah. this year we've got plenty of options yeah. and our squad is after, well, since the transfer and the shot I think we've got a great squad. I think we've improved on last season, for me. I mean, this question marks over Delore. What's it? Obviously, he's never played over even whatnot. But from Luke Ebbett, the sort of type of player he is, I think he'll have a big impact in this league. You've bags of pairs. You're at that point where the window's shut and you've got um, enthusiasm for certain players, let's say. Well, that you've seen the seen the videos, but you've not seen them be crap yet. You've not seen them have a stinker because you haven't seen him play but so all you've got is this positive vibe about yeah he's going to help us he's going to help us you can't pick an all in the squad so you know you've got to look at that and think that's brilliant and for me the one thing that hasn't been picked up on enough is the fact that we've done that at a point in time where money is tight and we've got arguably as exciting a squad as we've had for a couple of years. Yeah, and with that in mind, we'll get some predictions for the Blackburn, Blackburn game. We'll start off with Gareth. Well, Gareth, how do you think we're going to... Uh, I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I really do. Um, 
but as I said before, they've conceded 10 goals, Blackburn. So, yeah, I'm going to nick it 2 1. 2 1. Mm. Paul? Well, I think I might be going, but I've had my jabs just in case. <laughs> so. What was that for? Chicken box? <laughs> The chicken flu bird, so I catch all sorts over in Blackburn, so I better protect myself. But I'll go with Gareth, and I think we might just come back with a 2 1 win. Dan? Well, I'm in a confident mood this week. I uh-huh. think we're going to not run away with it, but a couple of goals either way. 3 1, maybe? 3 1, that's a positive uh, prediction, Dan. Mick? To Wigan. I'm, I'm feeling uh, very much the same way. Two goal margin for Wigan. Um, I think we'll get four though. Right. Rob? It's always a high scoring fixture, or historically has been. <laughs> uh, Blackburn conceded a lot of goals already this season. Uh, but I do expect it to be a little bit tighter than normal. Have we lost a bit of momentum from the two week break from the Birmingham Blackpool games? I think that'll have a bit of a burn on it. Keep that sharpness if we can. I think I think we'll probably run eight two one ones. Right. <laughs> well, I was going to go for a win as well, but I don't like this overconfidence. And when we've been like this before, we've ended up with a chicken egg on our face, haven't we? <laughs> so it's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a yolk in matter, is it? Oh, oh, oh God! Yeah. I'm going off. Um, <laughs> oh, cracking. Yeah. I'm, just, mm. I, I'm not going to, you know, come out my shell. I'm going to stay there. And uh, no fucking about. Excellent. Uh-huh. I'm going to go for a one all draw. No, oh, it'll do. It'll do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Oh, no. We've got a game on Tuesday. Tuesday, no game for, a, for however long. And then for 14 days, and then two in, in three. Two wow, in four. Big in buzzes. Unbelievable. So we're moving on to Huddersfield on, on Tuesday, Gareth. And they've had a bit of a uh, a strange start, haven't they? They've lost their manager. Um, well, they sacked their manager. They've uh, mutual consent, I think, was the official one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the doors are. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but they've they've had a good market. They've had a good transfer deadline day, didn't they? Oh, they made some good signings, I believe. Um, or the fans seem to be happy with what, what they've done. And they've got a bit of a club, club icon in charge. Sorry, Gareth, for kicking you. Out. Club icon in charge, aren't they? In uh, Mark Lewis, he's the caretaker manager. Yeah. yeah. So have they no, not just appointed Powell? Just appointed Powell last week to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah. They've just appointed Chris Powell. Have they? Well, it's nice to see him back in work, but um, I bet that's disappointing one too up there. I don't think it's a great appointment. Better than um, Coyle. He was sacked by a child in last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. So, what kind of start have they made on the, on the pitch, Gareth? Not too good, I've got to say, so far. Um, they're currently in 21st position, sat on four points, five games, play five, won one, drawn one, lost three. The results so far first game, Huddersfield nil, Bournemouth four, not good. Cardiff 3, Huddersfield 1, Reading 1, Huddersfield 2, so they won away. Huddersfield 1, Charlton 1, and the last game at Watford, Watford 4, Huddersfield 2. Mm. So they haven't done much at all. 
and they've conceded 13 goals. Last season, though, when they were in a similar position, and Rob went to that game, didn't you? Mm-hmm. At Huddersfield, and, and they turned us over, didn't they? Well, they beat us 1 0. They did. I mean, we should have got something out of that last season. I mean, it's it's not been an easy place to go to over the past few seasons Huddersfield I mean they had fed cup well yeah I mean for all teams before they got back up to the championship they had a what was it 40 odd game unbeaten run Uh, so they have been tough to beat in the past few seasons Um, I I think uh, they've sort of slid down the table haven't they in the last six months I think Mert Robbins had a terrible Second half to last season, I think they won two eight to twenty two. Going into at the point when he got sacked in his last twenty two league games, so they are really struggling for form. I don't think the changing manager appointing Chris Powell is going to affect that too much. I don't think I don't think the squad's too bad. I think with the right appointment, I think they could probably survive. But I think. They're going to be looking up that table rather than doing this season. Yeah. Naki Wells they signed in the last season. Yeah, uh, he's he's not started off on good form, has he? For no, him. I think he's he's going to be the man to to serve him. He's going to going to be the guy, the loot team mm. for the goals. You fancied him when we were looking for a striker, didn't you? Yeah, he looked pretty decent when I'd seen him for Bradford, mm. especially in that good cup run. What they had, uh, you know, his pace looks like he can always. He'll tr- pace will always trouble. Any defence. I, I remember once you described one of our players as, as an athlete in boots because he was fast, and that's. Ooh. Do you remember? Oh, I remember it well. I, <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah, new Dicko. I, I stand yeah. by that. So well, pace isn't everything, though. That's it, what, it, that's isn't everything. Mean, it isn't everything. No. Yeah. But it, it can be up on that still. Hmm? I said I'd back Rob up on that still. Even though he scored a couple of goals here and there. Yeah. Uh, he was crap for us, wasn't he? We'll see what he does at the end of this season, and then I'll. I'll, you know, I'll be laughing. Right. Okay. You, right. you look at you look at that. Huddersfield <laughs> have taken a couple of Tonkins, haven't they? Mm. There's a couple of comfortable victories in there. There's always been a couple of goals. Oh, mm. yeah, they, they've shipped like in five games. They've shipped three goals or more three times. And this, they've lost a no, big player as well, aren't no they? No clean no. sheets. It's all in there. The goal scorer, wasn't it? Uh, Adam Clare. Adam Clare. He's yeah. gone to Middlesbrough. With his big beard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a blue beard, I think, when we played him last season. <laughs> <laughs> was he not in U2? He doubles up, he doubles up, damn. Mm. Do you know what surprises me looking at that, and that poor record there at Huddersfield have got? They're still not as bad as Bolton. And <laughs> 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 that surprises you? <laughs> anyway. Um, leading goal scorer, Gareth, any? Have we got any? No, Sorry, I don't. No, no. 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 Mm. Neglected to, uh, is Vaughan still there? Is he injured? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, a, it's a strange ground as well, isn't it? When you to the John, is it the John Smith Stadium now, isn't it? What they call it. it's like a bit of a you go into the away end and, and you go through the turnstile and then it's down like a like a it's ball. A ball. Yeah, it's a ball. it is. A, it's yeah. like yeah. open hard at the, the back. Always freezing. It is. They do a nice pie though. And they sell them off cheaper at the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember mm. yeah, when we went to court again somewhere yeah. else. It was quite good. Um, no idea who the referee is for this game. Not bothered looking up. Uh, our recent record there, well, our last two visits, we've won 1 4 0 and, and we lost 1 0, didn't we? So nothing to be gained. 
But we shouldn't bother about the history of the fixture anyway, it's, it's what happens on Tuesday that matters. Depends um, how we are, well, it depends what frame of mind we're in after uh, Saturday, innit? Because if we're, as we've predicted, in a jubilant mood because we've won, away at Blackburn, then we should be ready for giving these men a bit of a stuffing. But uh, they seem to be the banana skins for us, don't they? So I'm, I'm hoping that um, we can go over there, we can go to Huddersfield and um, put to bed a little bit of a hoodoo. Mm. I think we're going to be okay. You start, over the course of the next two games, you start to shape where the season's going, don't you? Mm. So I think, you know, Huddersfield, like, makes a, like, a banana skin team. You start putting your banana skins to bed, and you get your points out of Blackburn. You're starting to put a few teams underneath you there. Yeah. Now, if you go win-win, you, you, you're going to be getting up towards the top end of the table. Well, yeah, I mean, the next two games are definitely winnable, mm. and if you, and if we can pull that off, we've won four on the bench then, and yeah. we know what that. Though. I mean, we're going to be top six, aren't we? If we, if well, we can do that. Well, on the closing on deadline day, um, the common side mate was. Basically, if you fill the James MacArthur hole and you prove yourself against an half-decent side in this league, that should build you the platform to then finish wherever you fancy finishing. You know, if, if, you, if you take that as your platform and build on it, you can finish wherever you want. Mm-hmm. We've been talking it down a little bit, I've, I've noticed from the club as well. I mean, you see, the odd players and some fans have, have mentioned like, we're going to go for it, but the clubs themselves, like Rosalind, I've not really been talking about promotion. And I know they should be at this time of the season, but they've been very quiet with it. I think the message what's coming out is actually trying to get to a certain level of playing, you know, and then maintaining it and having stability, mm. you know. And, uh, the one game at a time theory, like, which is well, the, the way one, to well, Yeah, but the one game at a time theory builds up to, right, this is the standard we're at, this is the standard we want to keep it at, and this is what we're going to go for. Mm. And if you can't do that, then ship out. But it's got, you've got to get up to that level, first of all, haven't you? Mm. And well, you can only do that piece at a time. You look at the last couple of games, I mean, OK, they're against teams that haven't been great, and we've looked at the records of the teams coming up, and there's, there's no team in there that, that started really well. If you can start, you know, if you can start burying all them, you like you say, four games on the balance, you're starting to put form together and rise to the top. And once you've done that, you're setting the standard and you, you're gaining the confidence to just carry it on. Well, un- unlike what Martinez used to say, I think points at this time of the season are very important because it's money in the bank, isn't it? Yeah. It's money in the bank for, for, for the business end, and, and that's what you need. You need that little cushion for yourself. Yeah. I know the teams are chasing you rather than you chasing them and that's where we fell down last season and this is why we got relegated yeah. because we didn't put yeah. put money in the bank in, in the autumn yes. and mm. we didn't get points in the bank last last autumn as well autumn's what I always feel has been a bit of a sticking point with us over the last few seasons anyway there's been distractions haven't there there's been distractions well, the well, last year, year, well, well the year yeah. before there's a new bomb video and stuff like that you know what I mean it's yeah. you know distractions distractions Mm. So what do you think on uh, Tuesday, Gareth? Can you see us getting something from that game? What's your prediction? Well, I'm, my prediction's four on the votes. I think we'll do them three nil. Brilliant. Paul? I'd be happy with three points and we'll go one nil. Dan? I don't agree with Rob. I think we've got to watch out for the new manager syndrome. But apart from that, I think we'll play okay. And I'm going to say it's a draw. One all. Mm-hmm. One apiece. Mate? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Gareth on that. The confident 3-0. Yeah. 
Go for it. Rob, football has been always a, a funny game. Who said I think yeah, many persons said that, don't they? Yeah. And I think Chris Powell, even though really rate him that early, I think they will probably have a bit of an initial lift from him, a bit of a, you know, the players will be a bit galvanised. But I think our quality will show them the night, and I think we'll, we'll run out probably 3-1 winners because they're through at the back. Well, I'm, I'm in agreement. I think it will be a comfortable win for us, uh, no matter what happens in Blackburn. I think we're going to... Uh, Gonna get a comfortable win, and I, I'll go. I'll go for. I'll go for two nil. Two nil being that's a way win. Hmm. Right, we'll go with Spawn because I think he might have a couple of questions he'd like to put to us. Uh, something to do with the squad to see Testo and Ollie sat around the table. Yeah, I, I mean, what I did um, is I've I've just written the squad and the age of the squad, um, and there's a, there, there appears to be a lovely balance because you've got half a dozen players that are in the thirties. And then the rest are in the mid twenties, which is twenty five up to thirty, and young players below twenty four. It's to pose it as a question: um, What's the average age of the squad, and what's the average age of a player that Rosler's bought? Oh, right. average age of squad. I'd take a guess at around twenty seven, and average age of what Rosler's brought in is around twenty four. That's pretty close. Yeah. Um, I, I, looking at the sign, I'd, I'd, I'd say 22. Yeah, I'd, I think I'd go a little bit below that because mm-hmm. we think um, usually only 20, isn't it? Yeah. So that'll bring it down. For sure. Delos. Yeah. Delos, 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has brought in. I said 23. Mm. 20, yeah. uh, the average age of the squad, um, and, and this is the players that are listed as first team players, um, which does not include Grant Holt, so it's the first team players that have got squad numbers plus uh, Kavis, um, and that's 26 and three quarters. Wow, yeah. that's a good um, age, that is. Yeah. And again, the, the balance just looks about right, um, and the average age of the players Rosler's brought in is 25.2. Mm. Again, that's a good age. I, mean, I, I thought, actually, yeah. was nearly it, on the money. Which is going yeah. off the years, I've not yeah. brought that down into all the months to get the averages, I've yeah. just worked out how old they actually are. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look at Cowie's come in that's experienced at 31. Um, you've got Kovist at 29, who we know has been brought in with experience to cover James MacArthur. Um, Andrew Taylor, um, 28. Riera, 28. But then once you look past that. Is Andrew Taylor only 28? 28, yeah. Oh, a good three years in it now, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah. then you, you look past that and you look at the. I'm, he was left with no left backs, wasn't he? So yeah. he, had, he had a hole to fill. Is it Nicky Eden for me? Yeah, sorry. Is there another Nicky Eden? Taylor, steady, it's that steady pro. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, he, he was left with no left backs, so you kind of yeah having a, not so much pick players that you scouted, but find who's available. Um, and there's not so much a long term target, but then you you look at the other players that are coming: Hughes, Tavernier, Delor, um, Taylor Sinclair, Wagons only 24. So they, you know, they, to have put. To me, a bit of a platform for longer-term stuff. At the same time as saving all the money from from the parachute payment, it just the whole business of the transfer window just appears to have been absolutely fantastic. But as I was saying before, some of these guys won't deliver what you what you're hoping they will, and this is the point in time where you could get most excited because you either have seen somebody with a good record or somebody that you think, oh, he might help us. Mm. 
and, and you know, I'm sure some of them won't as much as you think. But you know, a, apart from the the obvious, um, shan't be mentioned player who's just eating up the wages and the pies. Yeah, you know, if he'd have shipped out, you, 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 that's the only box they haven't ticked, isn't it? Yeah. And, you uh, can't blame him for not going, no, can you? No, I, 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 I mean, we were, having a, we were having a right good laugh at work today about, um, like, ten worst transfers from somebody going, like, like Winston Bogard, like, paid a fortune at Chelsea and oh played God. half a dozen games. You know. uh, your boy was cousin at Southampton. Yeah, we were laughing so. at him. And, Seth Johnson was another one, whether that's an apocryphal story or is a genuine story, we're having a right good laugh at that as well. Because you can always find somebody who's never heard the Seth Johnson story. And then we, we linked to it and found different websites quoting different numbers. Go on, tell us the Seth Johnson story. Well, then. apparently, his agent said to him, he said, go and see Ridsdale, um, he said, ask for 20, but we'll, we'll settle for 15. Mm-hmm. So he walks, in, he walks into the thing and Peter Ridsdale says, right, I'm sorry, we can only offer you 25 grand a week. At which point he nearly chokes on his coffee, at which point Rizzo goes, oh hang on, he's not happy with that. Right, 35 grand a week. So it was like, I, it was one of those stories that was absolutely ridiculous. He went in, opened for 15 or whatever it was, and walked out with 35 grand a week. Absolutely ridiculous. But like I said, different websites quote the numbers differently. But there's enough places and enough sort of people who know about it but will not be quoted to sort of think that hang on the numbers might all, all mismatch but there's a bit of truth in this somewhere it just you know it's a good story it, though oh it's a it's cracking story. story but we were having a right good laugh about it is we with Ever Club is touched yeah, yeah. Mm. I had a phone call the other day from uh, somebody I know it was for the Daily Mail asking me about Owen Coyle have I got any contacts for him I said well, why would I have a contact for Owen Coyle so he said, oh, he's a Blackpool supporter, this lad. And uh, Blackpool had uh, been in negotiations with Coyle. He's turned the job down twice, apparently, this summer. Coyle, twice. So he was in, in again, and everything had been agreed. But then Oyston refused to pay Coyle's agents any money. So obviously Coyle said, well, I'm not coming if you do that. Wait a minute, managers have agents these days? Everybody's, have you not done an agent, Dan? Yeah. Oh, and Kyle's got need a bloody good agent. If anyone's listening to clubs, he's yeah. ruined. Yeah, well. Oh, man. <laughs> agent, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. I mean, Secret I mean, agent. Did he ruin it? It's not ruined our club. I, I mean, you could argue that some of the business that he's done was cracking. I, yeah, but like I said, yeah. you're going to get take, it. Take Grant Holt out of the equation and he's not done that. He he's going to get some rat, isn't he? He's going to get some rat. Look what he did. You're talking about average edge of players there and resellable assets, right? Look what, uh, look what happened with our transfer policy last season was completely different to what it is again this season and most previous seasons. But and we've got a, we, we've signed Grant Holt on a three-year contract who's sat on our bench. Now that for me, that's one mistake big enough to, to wipe out all the goodness what he did. It's terrible. Look at the football we play. He's a, he's a shocker. No, Colin, I, Colin I, in, in his defence, there's one player on that list who remains on that list because of the work Owen Coyle did. Whether you'd argue, I know we've had this discussion before, we argued that it was going to happen. He signed McManaman up to a longer term deal. Long enough. He, I, I he just, didn't do it. I bet, I bet it well, wasn't him who did it. I bet you, he, any money in the world, he didn't he, say, let's get him for sign another contract. Not a chance. He was the no manager way. at the time. I bet he might have been manager at the time, but he it wants to be nothing. He doesn't get credit for it. He was the gaffer. Yeah, but that's, 
the, the length of contracts, that's not something, it's probably not something what the manager's got control over, is it? When you're signing in all play, it's you've got, got an influence over it, though. They, they might say, Jonathan Jackson might approach him and say, what length of contract do you think we should give him? Fair enough. As long as you can. Well, well yeah. It's not an hard answer, is it? But yeah, I, but yeah, it's, well, that's been all reasons why we've not handed out. But in, in, in defence of what you're saying, it shows the calibre of a manager where people are doing business either over his head or behind his back. If he didn't have any involvement in that, then what fear do the club management have within their own well, uh, head coach manager? A blind man can see that McManaman is sort of nailed him down to a long term contract, so I'm not having that, that was Owen Coyle. Not, oh, not one oh job. No, I'm, I'm not saying it was him, but he, he was he just part, of the, part of the team, the management team that, that put that deal on the table and got it signed. Well, I, if you look at his balance sheet, if you look at his balance sheet, though, I don't think it's in a. I don't think he's in the black, is he? But then, uh, is he not? But then you look what he inherited. He didn't inherit a great deal, did he? He, 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 sat, he, and he never got them. Oh, I think only suspenders. He yeah. was leasing all the way through it. Owen Coyle signed a lot of players. What was all established pros and has played probably in the Premier League. It's not like he's done any proper hard work and gone and unearthed any gems. You know what I mean? I'll go in signing. Look, look at business. What Rosler's done. He signed young players. He's hungry. Who won the succeed? Yeah, Chris McCann. That was a that was a coil. Chris McCann was a good signing. Undoubtedly, there was Carson, some good signings there. Scott Carson, he's, he's signed established Fortuna, players. Fortuna, you know, Holt. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fortuna had been in that side against Birmingham. Would you bet them seven? I predicted. Look, look do the oh, average, average age thing on coil signings last summer, and I bet you're hitting nearly twenty. Seventy. Well, the, you, the thing is, you'd, you'd have to find the ones that have been and gone. They'll be on, on massive like money and no, no resale value. So for me, that's. I terrible. appreciate the ages up and they're experienced players, but Holt's the major mistake. The rest of them are not bad players, are they? Yeah. No. Not saying that a lot of them are, but I'm going back to the way we've got to operate as a club. We can't be signing. Look at lots of purchase, etc., what we're talking about. These come from Premier League or Carson. They're going to be swallowing up massive wages. Not much resale value once the contracts have run down because of their age, and we can't we can't be running a club like that, can we? And that's obviously why we've gone back like we have this summer. And on that note, yeah. that cheery note, after yeah. such a positive <laughs> episode this <laughs> evening, we kind of always dragged it. We finally got onto the football. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I blame Owen Coyle. I blame Owen Coyle. It's Owen Coyle's fault. Owen Coyle. I thought he's the. His middle name, Owen and Coyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Columbus. Columbus, yeah. <laughs> Columbus Crew. Columbus. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got two games to look forward to before the next episode, uh, which is next Wednesday recording, and it'll be out Wednesday evening. Next week, this one will be out later this evening. There we go. So it's a good night from us. Good night from the Good night from him. Thank you. Chicken head man, I love chicken head. When 
Mandy kill a chicken, babe Say Mandy chicken, babe Tell me, babe I love you, babe I'm a chicken, amen What you want to do I'm a chicken egg man I love you more I declare you Tell me babe What kind of man I'm a chicken egg man I love me I declare I'll do Love my thing I declare I'll do I'm a chicken egg man I love chicken egg What kind of man I just got to know I love chicken head I just love chicken head I love chicken head I declare I'll do Kill a chicken, babe Save me the chicken, me. I love chicken, yeah I love my chicken I declare I'll do I'm a chicken head, man I love chicken, yeah I love chicken head, I declare I'll do.